Welcome back to Directorial Disputes, the podcast where we give our unpopular film opinions and battle it out to decide whether they're deserving of their unpopular label. I'm James. I'm Josh. And we're back again for another round of Unpopular Opinions. And this week it comes from me. And I think I think this one is going to be an interesting one because there are some some strong opinions, certainly on the other side of the argument. I hate you. <laughs> As we can see, they're already out in force. We're You're ready wrong. to shout at each other. And I'm just going to go out and say it. This week's unpopular opinion is that Tenet is Christopher Nolan's worst film. Disgraceful. It's certainly gonna gonna irritate some people, gonna rattle some cages. You know, it's gonna it's gonna upset some people. But it's opinion that I hold, and it's an opinion that I genuinely believe in, um, in a big way. So now is the time that I get a period of time uninterrupted. Josh has muted his mic, and the stage is mine. I get a period of time to tell you why. Why Tenet is Christopher Nolan's worst film. And I think it's I think I'm gonna have to start by saying Christopher Nolan is not a bad director. He's not a bad director. And do you know what? Tenet isn't a bad film. You know, there's there's some wonderful moments in that film. There's some brilliant set pieces. You know, the man crashed a plane. That's that's crazy. The man crashed a plane. The opening of the film, lovely. The music, lovely. But it's still his worst film. Tenet comes from a director who seems to have been trying to make his films progressively more complex. We've gone from, you know, Inception, which deals with dreams and different levels. And you know what? It's okay. You know, people watch that film. Remember when the film first came out, people watched it and they went, oh, it's, it's a bit confusing. But you watch it and you go, actually, no, I'm, it, I'm, I'm with this. I get what's happening. I, don't, I know where they are. I know what they're doing. Then we go to Interstellar, arguably Christopher Nolan's best film. A film that deals with some of the most complex topics you, you've ever heard of. The film that got uh, over 20 scientific papers out of it. You know, a film that is dealing with real life complexities. But somehow Tenet still goes a step too far. It is a step too far and it's so complex. It's needlessly complex, in fact. Needlessly complex is Tenet. And I think all of that boils down to... The hope that viewers just accept the film's logic. You know, the moment that we meet the condescending character who has who who explains to our to our protagonist the nature of these reverse reverse weapons, in which she actually says, and I have taken note here, no small talk, nothing to reveal who we are or what we do, which is a little on the nose, but that's a side point. We meet we meet that character, and we're just told the bullet's going reverse. It's a reverse bullet. Okay, why is that? Something, something nuclear, you know, something radioactive. Something radioactive's done that. Oh, all right. What? And then, and then there's the lovely scene where our our protagonist, who I don't even know the name of, and that's that's how bad Tenet is. <laughs> I don't remember his name, and I watched the film earlier today. <laughs> He's told to shoot the bullet at the wall, and he makes the li- the classic line: "The chamber's empty." You know, and so he shoots the bullet and then out of nowhere, there's some mumbo jumbo about the fact that it's already happened and he's got to catch the bullet, not shoot it. It sounds lovely, makes no sense at all. Absolutely no sense. And so I think while that is the main point, the, the idea that we are just expected to accept the the realities of this film, I think there are some other other um, issues at play here. You know, we've got a film that's all over the place geographically. 
really. We're, we're in we're in one place one minute, and then the next scene, he's walking down the street and he's in London. You know, it's it's hard enough to keep track of where he is, let alone the the nature of reverse technology. And I think equally the attempt to ground the film in reality, um, which is perfectly fine, but it just means that they've given names that are needlessly complicated to things. The ma- the the villain the villain is from a place called Star T- Starsky Twelve. Why? Just give it a, just give it a place name. Give it a place name that's simple and understanding, so I don't feel really stupid watching this film. And that might be that might be the case. It might be the case that I am just incredibly stupid, and that's why I think this is this is Christopher Nolan's worst film. But I think it is. There are some incredible films out there that Christopher Nolan has made. He's made. You know, we've got Dunkirk, Interstellar, Dark Knight Rises. We'll leave that one. Dark Knight, Batman Begins, Inception, Memento. The list goes on. They're all incredible films. And then there's just Tenet, which is better is a better film than I could ever make. But it's still Christopher Nolan's worst film. Is is the absolute rubbish over? Can I? Am I good to talk now? Say what you will. There's a lot I have to say there. Oh, I am ready. I think I need to preface this by saying that Tenet is my favourite Christopher Nolan film. Um, I could I could be in any mood and watch this film. Um, time of recording, I'm not. I'm not in the best of moods, but you know what? I messaged James after watching this film and went, you know what? I love this film. To which I spat out my drink. And <laughs> um, <clears throat> where to start? Yeah, first well, of all, I did say did say quite a lot. I have a lot to say. Mm. So first of all, where you say you don't even know the protagonist's name, uh, his name is the protagonist. It's well, again, again, needlessly complicated. Right. Call him. I get that. Call him Stephen. I thought I thought that to begin with, but when this is a film about espionage and it's a film about spy work, it's a code name. So right? here's the thing. Yeah, I I take your point and I understand that, and. I feel like a lot of your argument is going to be this is a spy film. It's complex because spies are complex. Right. It's not a it's not simple being a spy. But you know what? I'm not a spy. I'm a pleb <laughs> viewer who needs it just dotted out for me. I need my hand held. And you know what? He's not holding my hand, and I don't like it. it I was going to say it's very. Inst- he's not guided. I guess with like Interstellar, I've not, I've not seen Interstellar. I need to say that. Um, but from what I know of Interstellar, it's complex, but it's that it kind of guides you through, right? Right. See, that's see, yeah, that that would be one point I'd make is that I think Interstellar guides you through, but I would say Interstellar is a more complex film than yeah. I always I, I was kind of gonna basically say that Interstellar is kind of like when you're learning how to ride a bike and your parents are kind of holding onto the back seat, whereas Tenet is you're four years old, they've stuck you in the seat of a Ford Fiesta and they've sort of dropped you off a hill going towards oncoming traffic. And does that sound like an enjoyable experience? You know what? Yeah, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, no, but, and I feel like that's the main part of my argument of why this is such a really good experience is I can't sum it up better than Someone, someone has already summed up how I feel about this film better than I can. So, uh, the YouTuber Ben from Canada basically outlines Shout the fact out. that Tenet is 
kind of a game. It's a brain teaser. You need to watch it over and over again, and you pick up on so so many different things. It's an it's it's an experiment, basically. It's Christopher Nolan doing that, reenacting that bit from Always Sunny. He's got the he's got the stuff all over the wall. He's got the lines, you know, and then he's like, "All right, you work it out. All the clues are there. You work it out." And I I really like that, and because a lot of his films are like Memento is like the key one of example of of that. And yeah, okay, he didn't do it as well as Memento, but I say, and you know what, Memento makes sense. And that's the so thing I feel. No, that no, 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 no. Don't don't come at me and act like you didn't have to watch a YouTube video explaining Tenet. You I know. didn't. I got this from uh, the first time I saw it. Ah, uh, for sure. Big brain, big brain, two hundred IQ. Josh <laughs> I watch freaking Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think here's the thing. It feels like Tenet somehow is in the ro- you know very backwards in that it feels like it's Christopher Nolan's first film and it goes in with the theme. <laughs> it's backwards. He's doing it backwards. It feels like Tenet should have come before things like Inception, Memento, and Interstellar. You know, we've got we've got bold, confusing topics, but it feels like it feels very out of character because it feels like Christopher Nolan hasn't worked out how to get these really bold ideas in his head into a digestible format on screen. And in things like Interstellar, again, we're we're dealing with real space theory we're, we're dealing with physics like right. actual physics and you know what physics blows my mind it's maths but harder and i can't do either of those things so you know the fact that i could come out of interstellar and go that made complete sense you know that made that made enough sense for it to be enjoyable is mm-hmm. great i come out of tenet and i go what and i feel like there's so many moments in tenet where i'm sat there and i'm going this is really cool but why are they doing this what what parts what why do they crash that- the plane why do they crash the plane to get into yeah. the to get into the art like the art? Why do they have thing? to crash the plane to do that? Because that's just their plan of getting in. <laughs> What's is... the bit at the end? Why are they in the desert? What Why are they, are they in the, the desert? Yeah, what they're doing. Right, so that was um. Oh my god, I forgot his name. Point Freeman. Anton. Who's Robert Pattinson? Is that... Who's Neil. That? It's Who's Neil. Neil. Who's it's Neil? His friend from the future. For... His friend come from back. the future. Yeah, it's his friend from uh-huh. the future that he hi- like they're they're in the same. Uh huh. Thing, and then he's come back to help him. And you know what? This is how this is how how wrong I got this film. My my belief was that Robert Pattinson was the son. Hey. Yeah. How did you? And you know what? What What do you mean? How? How did? uh, He had like two scenes with Cat. How did? How did you make that connection? Josh. I'm expected to just understand that bullets can go backwards and I have they, to catch them in a gun. Right. Why couldn't he just be I, the sun? Hold up. So the whole they don't explain how it works, I think, in a sense, it kind of works because the protagonist doesn't know either. He, do, he doesn't know. He's just going along with it. He's just like, fuck. Okay. Sure. That's how this... this well, he's just thrown into it, the same as us. So the fact that we don't get an explanation totally makes sense to me. That's just how this world works. Yeah, fire being cold when you're inverted doesn't make any sense. But you know what? Looks cool. I think what happened with this film is that Chris Nolan went backwards shots would be cool, wouldn't it? Imagine a fight, but backwards. That'd be sick. And and you know what? The scenes are pretty cool. Especially when when there's that big brain moment when you go, oh my god, they're fighting themselves backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it still makes no sense. 
but the plot does make sense. It doesn't. And it here's does. the thing. I'm not mean? I'm not I'm not here to shout about the fact that Tenet doesn't make sense. I'm here to shout about the fact that it's Christopher Nolan's worst movie. And I don't think you can argue with that. I can. I just I can. don't. I can and I no, will. No, and don't say those those three words. Don't say the three words. I'm not I know gonna exactly... say I'm not gonna say three words. I'm gonna say four. The Dark Knight. Don't say no. <sighs> Yeah. Because that film is terrible. Um, it's awful, and I don't understand how you can argue that Tenet is worse. Because Tenet, because at, least, I would... Tenet at least gives you something. It, it's, it might be a bit of a mess and difficult to understand for you, but it's better than the absolute rushed, mixed message mess that is The Dark Knight Rises. And disappointment. But... I feel like that's higher up, the fact that that's disappointing. I would rather feel disappointment from a film than come out and go, I have no idea what just happened, I feel nothing. But, but with, but, what? <laughs> so, I, go on, no, go on. Here's the thing, you're going to argue that The Dark Knight Rises is a worse film than Tenet. Yeah, yeah, I am. And The Dark Knight Rises, I'm not going to sit here and say that The Dark Knight Rises is an amazing film, because it's just not, and everyone knows it's not. But The Dark Knight Rises still makes me feel something. Disappointment. And not just disappointment. Like you wasted your time. No. Uh, just the absolute lack of hope in life. <laughs> that might not have been the film, might have just been the day. Um, <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises is a Batman film, which already it? puts it as a plus. Is it, yes, though? it is. I'm sorry. Yes, Hot, is. No, stop. Stop. Batman is in this film for 46 minutes, and it's an and you know hours what? and 44. And do you know what? That's fine. Just watch a different film. You could watch a different film in the time that he's not in this film. Okay, right. So here's here's what I'm gonna do. Why is The Dark Knight Rises such a bad film? <clears throat> right. So. Oh god. Because it's, it's just film. a mess. Thematically, mm-hmm. it's a mess. Because Christopher Nolan always wants to put themes and messages mm-hmm. and all of that sort of thing in his films, and then you get to Dark Knight Rises, and it kind of sets up one idea, and then just. Does the opposite. If it had just gotten halfway with it, okay. And then stopped that, it's still bad, but no. So essentially, he's retelling a tale of two cities. And I, I think a lot of reviews picked up on that, and it's, it's all about like the, the French Revolution and things like that. A lot of reviews at the time were like, that's, he's, just re- he's just doing that. Except it's just completely missed. So. The main theme that he has running through it is about truth versus the saving lie, I think is what pretty much everyone said at the time. So, <clears throat> the start of the film, you've got the lie around Harvey Dent coming out. You've got the truth about Rachel's letter kind of breaks them apart. So it's like, oh, the saving lie is a bad thing. You should always know the truth kind of thing. And yet at the end, you've, you've, you've got Batman being like, oh, I'm out. And then he's not actually dead at the end. And it's like, okay, but did you just... You just did the opposite at the end of the film after you spent the entire runtime saying that that's a bad thing and then you've done it anyway. It doesn't really make any sense. And then also <clears throat> with the the use of the, the Dent Act is very clearly the Patriot Act, I think, right? It, it's what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um... And throughout a lot of the film, it's very clear we're supposed to be against it. It, it. It's, you know, that's kind of what they're going for. And yet you have a scene in the film where 
Catwoman uses it, and the only that's the only way she survives the film is by using that to her advantage. And we don't see that go badly in any way. We don't see that like the the fallout of that being, but it's it's the only time really we see it, and it's like oh, it's a good thing, even though you've got characters saying how bad it is. Um, it's shown to be an effective way of stopping organized crime, and I. Th- do they mention like the prisons are overcrowded and they have to put men and women in the same cell sometimes? But obviously that's bad. But at no point have they gone, "All oh, right, they're that focused on arresting as many people as they can that they're arresting the wrong people." No one innocent actually gets arrested. Obviously the conditions of the prison not good, but it's like, "Oh, right, okay." Well, they haven't done anything like really, really bad outside of outside of that. The Dent Act itself hasn't caused that issue. Um, and then you have Bane's plan of like overthrowing the the, the people in power and the, and the rich, but it's mainly focused on the rich. And yet, the only scene that we have where the rich people are and the people in power aren't doing a good thing is when some guy tries to steal Bruce Wayne's company off of him. Which is just the rich annoying the rich and not actually doing anything bad to the poor or, you know, the, the middle class or, or like anyone below them. So that kind of just doesn't really make any It doesn't really tie in. It kind of. It's just a mess. And then, as well, on top of that, like, it feels flat just in general. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting totally into. Batman's only in this film for 46 minutes of this Batman film. Because uh, I feel like that's an obvious point. I, th- I think my last and main point for The Dark Knight Rises, really, is it's the, thir- it's the capping off of a trilogy, right? I remember seeing this film when it came out. It's the same year as The Avengers, right? 2012. It was a big year for superhero films. Having the start of what was basically, like, the start of the MCU, and then you're moving into, like, DC are capping off their big, huge multi-million, well, billion-dollar tri- like franchise at that point. And then you come out of it, and nothing's really changed thematically. Yeah, okay, Batman's retired. That's pretty much it. Because at the end of The Dark Knight, he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to go on the run and not be Batman anymore, because that Batman's bad thing. And then you get to the end of this one, it's like, well, he's also, he's gone again. He was back for a bit, and he's gone again. Nothing else has nothing else has changed really. He's gone nonetheless. Yes, I guess he's happy now. Uh, sure, that could have been summed up in a post-credit scene of the previous film. Uh, it just it just didn't. I came out of that film like, well, what what was the, what was the point? Nothing changed. Nothing happened. As you, as you were saying <laughs> about about us, your favorite film in the whole world. Nothing happens. It, it, you come out of that. It might not necessarily be true in that literally nothing happens but you come out of it and go if i didn't see that film and and the previous film was the end if they only made two films what am i missing what would i miss out on and nothing nothing at all i'm not going to come out here and try and defend the dark knight rises because i will agree with you in many ways the dark knight rises is a film that is all over but i think i think the main thing here is that while thematically the Dark Knight Rises is all over the place. I think in terms of watchability, I feel like The Dark Knight Rises is far more watchable than Tenet is. I will say, yeah, 
I think the Dark Knight, if you if you strip back thematic exploration in both films, because obviously all right. films they try to explore the- themes. Yeah. I think if you strip back both films uh, of all their themes and all of their suggestions and etc., I feel like The Dark Knight Rises is f- is a far easier watch. No. Yes. It's just not. I yes. can't. I can't. If, if, I can't if you're not you delving in, if you're that. not del, if you're not delving into, no, no, the... I'm not. I feel like we can we can take a step back. I won't. I won't be delving into it. Into, no, 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 into but... themes. Yeah. So if you're not doing that. If nothing else, The Dark Knight Rises is a very simple film of Batman is facing big strong man mm. who he can't defeat and he's having to go, oh my god, I can't do this. I can't do it. Everyone I thought I was, I'm not. Uh-huh. And do you know what? That's kind of interesting. It, it That's kind of interesting. If, he was in it. If, we, if we strip back Tenet of all of its themes, what is it? It's Still a, a jumbled mess. No. It's, it's still not, it a jumbled together mess and makes sense. because it's not Tenet's themes that make it an issue. It's everything else about it, and it's 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 complete. I just I cannot disagree more than this. I, the fact that it's this episode that's out of all the other stuff we've had to talk about so far, this is the one where I'm borderline offended that you're saying these words out loud. Like I, it's, I just don't. There's no. I can't even. I can't see where you're coming from from that. I know, I know you're saying there's nothing there, but there so is. I can't it... say like the first time I watched that film, I I was sat in the cinema like, oh, the themes of this fi-. like no, I was sat there and I really enjoyed every second of it. But did you enjoy every second of it because you were excited for it, yeah. or because it's an exciting film? What? <laughs> right. What? The difference there being what? If you're excited for a film, you're going to go into it and honestly, the biggest load of rubbish could be put in front of you and you know what, you might come out and go, that was amazing. And then you sit and you go, that was not that good. A film, you go into a film and it excites you. Is a film grabbing you and going, look, this is exciting. You're going to enjoy this. I'm going to take you through this story and it's going to be an incredible experience. Mm. Tenet doesn't do that. It did for There's me. There's literally though. a for moment For me, it did. Where... But... <sighs> But I don't think you could argue that it's not Nolan's worst film. The, I, I just don't the think Dark you can. Rises. There's, no, there's a moment in the film where after they've done the car chase for the first time and they've right. got the fire trucks and everything yep. like that. Best and... scene in the film. Sure. It's a cool scene. <laughs> not that good. You know. And and the protagonist, as he's called, yeah. is, you know, lazy. Or, sorry, an attempt to be clever. Uh, <laughs> an attempt to be clever. He, he goes, what just happened? They, they knew our every move. And do you know what a man says to his face? A man turns to him and literally says, written down quote for quote, half of his team moved forward through the event, half moved backwards, knowing everything that happens. How? What? Why? Tell me why. Tell me how. No. No, I won't do that, actually. No, you've just got to sit there and accept that that's the reality of this. It's a temporal pincer maneuver. Oh, yeah, ex- exactly, because uranium. What? Are you, right, at least but... at least when Batman's feeling sad in a hole, in The Dark Knight Rises, I can go, <laughs> Batman, Batman's sad in a hole, and Bane said the line that he was actually the real darkness man you know at least i can accept that but in this film there's just so many moments where they go just understand it go on yeah but again that makes sense right the the protagonist doesn't know 
doesn't understand it. He's not a scientist. Neither am I. I don't know. Neither are you. But the, but the easiest way I can explain Tenet oh. is... So picture this. Mm-hmm. You're at a party. You're at yep. a party. You're having a lovely time. You're very excited for this party. You're excited that everyone's there and everyone's having a nice time. And You find out that the host has actually booked a magician. <laughs> you booked a magician and they got, you go up to him and you go, Oh, I really like magic. And they go, well, that's good. I can do magic for you. I can do magic. And they, they do all their card tricks and everything. You're very excited. You know, planes crashing into buildings. Very excited. And they go, pick a card. And you go, oh, my God, I can't wait. You pick a card. And they go, look at it. Don't show anyone. Don't show anyone. Don't show me. And you look at it. You look at it. You put it back. And they do lots of fancy stuff. And they go, woo, card tricks. And then they go, is this your card? And you go, no, it's not. And they go, yeah it is <laughs> suck it up that's your card and then that's that that's tenet that is tenet you go in and you go this is i'm so excited for this oh my god christopher nolan has released the film oh my god it, it looks really cool it's de- dealing with tiny tiny whiny things again oh my god christopher nolan oh my god a plane just crashed into the building and then you come out and you go what <laughs> what what I- no, but I don't know so... if I like magicians anymore. <laughs> okay, f- first off, uh, how long did it take you to come up with that? Was that was Lord. that actually why we were late starting filming? Because you were sat there writing this. <laughs> just thinking about it's actually just a traumatic experience I've had with magicians. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, I. It's not like I was only like ah oh, plane and then like oh backwards and that was the only reason why i was enjoying the film there's so much about this one that i love and i guess it just doesn't hit for you the same i i, I assume it just doesn't hit but i feel like this situation is one where you've gone in you've watched the film and you've gone i don't really get that let me just try and force myself to you've got that card and you've gone i picked out the ace of spades uh-huh. and they showed me the five of hearts let me just try and convince myself that I got the five of hearts. Why do you need to know how the time travel works in this film? Because, because you if have I don't... so many other time travel stuff, you, you know, Doctor Who, you've got... Even even you go back as far as, like, I don't know, the time machine, like in a HD or something, they don't explain how it works. Because no, it's not you know real. What? They can't explain and... how it works. Interstellar explains how black holes are doing their thing. Because it's the thing we actually have looked into. And you know what? That's fine. But none of those other things ground themselves in reality like this or take themselves nearly as seriously as Tenet. Mm. Tenet is a film that tries to take itself so seriously that it's called its main character the protagonist because we're all spies. We can't know each other's names. And they say pretentious things like no small talk, nothing to reveal who we are or what we do. You know, it's just so... It, it feels like a film that's trying so hard to impress with its, with its oh, look, this is a mystical backwards thing, mm. that because it's grounded itself in reality, all of the backwards stuff and the complete lack of explanation or just the brushing over explanation in reality, because right at the beginning we do get told that, oh, it's, it's a radioactive particle, blah, 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 found yeah. in Russia, because, of course, Russia. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to lie, that did, hit it, a little, that did hit a little bit, because I was like, oh, it's... <laughs> Oh, it's Russia with with British ties. Oh, that's not yeah. good. Yeah, but you know, it's it because it's trying to ground itself in reality 
and take itself so seriously that it just makes it fall flat. And there's all this other spy stuff that is really cool. You know, plenty of cool stuff, plenty of classic spy stuff. He goes and goes and uh, meets meets a contact in a restaurant, and he does the painting thing. That's really cool. Where he takes the painting and he goes, "It's not a real thing," and he's it's written really well that scene. And I'm not even going to try and butcher butcher it by you know half half knowing all of the words. And it's written really well. And then you just and and then you know he he breaks into the the house in India and does the cool hold up bit. That's really cool. It's a spy thing. And then all the backwards stuff happens, and it just it suddenly goes. Right, we've done all that. We've done all the serious stuff. It's really serious. You're engaged. Now, please, just close your eyes and accept what's about to happen while we fire a gun backwards. And it's, it's no good me saying it to you because, like, this is not a good enough reason for you. It's just the MacGuffin. It's what it does. Because they call it uranium for most of the film, and then you have the reveal. It's like, that ain't uranium. It's something else. And... Okay, that's how you get away with not having to explain time travel. Because that's lazy. You know. But how? Right. Okay. You Here's you get, you get brought thing. in to do the, the have another go at the script. How do you explain it? No, 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 it? no, no, no. We both know that I am not good at writing or making films. Here's the thing, and I don't I don't intend to ever. But here's the thing: if you don't have a digestible, roundabout way. And not not even roundabout, an intellectual, digestible way to explain the backwards thing. Don't try explain it at all. Mm. And I think because, like you say, we're on that we're on that journey with the protagonist in trying to understand this. That's the story. A lot of it. A lot of it is him trying to work it out as we are. Yeah. They shoehorn in explanations that don't make sense. And it just makes me go, I have no idea what is happening. I have no idea why that works. And it just feels messy. And don't get me wrong, I'd love to see a Chris Nolan spy film that's just the spy bit. Get rid of the time stuff. Just do gritty spy stuff. And I guarantee you it'll be amazing. But it just feels like he went, I want to make a spy film. And I want to make a film that's backwards. Let's just put them together. There's, There's your thing. And it just feels like the backwards thing was sort of put in as a gimmick that wasn't explained i mean yeah because nolan's always had to think about time hasn't he always in pretty much always. every single film he does his his time stuff even with and even I'm... with dunkirk which i felt was a bit like just make the film you know the rest mm. of that film amazing but mm. but i mean even even you know i will i will reiterate here christopher is not a bad filmmaker <laughs> Christopher Nolan makes better films than I could ever dream of. Tenet is just the worst of them. And there's plenty of other films out there. I still can't agree with it. I just you you haven't even made a slight dent in in my belief that this film is Lord. not. I'm not saying it's his best. It's my favorite. I can separate the two. Mm. But his just... The Dark Knight Rises is just so much worse. Again, you, you're trying to you're trying to tell me that a film that I just don't ever want to see again up there with Logan in terms of me not wanting to rewatch a film and then having to for for the podcast um, to to Tenet, which like I said, I could just watch whenever I could be in any mood and I could put this film on. And in fairness, I'm probably doing myself a disservice here and, and handing it to you at this point. By saying, 
this does kind of combine two of my favorite things and that being like sci-fi in time travel stuff and like bond movies he very clearly wants to do not necessarily a bond movie but something very similar to that like he paid homage to it in inception um in 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 the snow stuff and then and then this film pretty much which made me sit there and go you know what if they ever cast someone who wasn't like British, John David Washington could could do pretty well. He did really well. Like he's he's great in this film. I've seen a lot of reviews that are basically saying he's bland and really not good in this film. And I think he's absolutely perfect for it. I think John David Washington is not the issue with this film. Mm. Um, you're you're and... purely centered on just the the plot, right? The, yeah, or how the it's... how the narrative is, is told. It's not even the plot. I think the idea is very interesting. And I think the filmmaking is brilliant. I think some mm. of the set pieces are wonderful. But I just think it is very messy. And it felt like a film where the script could have done with another year being workshopped, being looked through, just making sure that it's not too out there. And I think that's that's the thing. And it is genuinely, I, I've said it before, but I genuinely feel like this 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 film feels like chronologically in Christopher Nolan's, Nolan's filmmaking timeline should come before the last three, four films he's made. It feels like, it feels like a experiment with with time. And obviously Memento is the first experiment with time. But I think if we're going off recent, um, Inception is, is especially of our generation, Inception is the is the film that Chris, uh, people of our generation associate with Chris Nolan first. Um, and I think Tenet feels like more of a film that should have come out before Inception because Inception feels far more tailored and far more created, if you understand what I mean. It feels, it feels far more as though it has been sculpted mm. um, in a way that is that is digestible it's and understandable. It's more like refined. Whereas, yeah, whereas Tenet feels to me like a film that was, the idea was very exciting and everyone got very excited about the idea. So we rushed in and wrote a script and made the film. And obviously that's not how it works. That's mm. just how it feels to me. And because of that, I just can't say that it's anything other than Nolan's worst film. It feels like a test to see if people like that sort of idea before we do inception and before we do interstellar um mm. and so of a good bunch it has to be at the bottom unfortunately for me but i don't think i'm gonna push or change your opinion i don't way. i was gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna sum up with my my three points and i can already tell you at the start of that you, you've not you've not changed a single thing so I I think firstly is that this film yeah it can be confusing so like you said that you you thought somehow that Robert Pattinson was the was was their kid I don't understand how you came to that conclusion personally you know especially when they say at the, at the end who he is but all right um you're just pulling faces at me um and I think that the the Dark Knight Rises is his worst film and that's something that even you can't really argue with 
too much, as much as you, you have to the extent that I clearly haven't swayed you. But, um, because that, that film had to juggle capping off a trilogy, it had to deal with Heath Ledger's passing, which meant the script had to change last minute. And then they also had to make a good film at the end of the day, and they ended up producing a film that was too long, messy, all in all a disappointing experience when compared to his other films. Um, not just comparing it to the trilogy. Um, and you've you've said that Tenet's his worst film. And I think that's just because you're coming at it from the wrong angle. Um, whereas, like, where Interstellar is more of a a scientific approach. You know, like you said, there's been papers written using that film as, as, as you know, reference and, and things like that. And Inception was, because it's dreams, there isn't necessarily a set science to that, so they can kind of make up their own thing. And because it's halfway in between the two, where it's, okay, we know that theoretically that is sort of impossible, but also sort of possible, depending on how you're looking at it. And Interstellar touched on similar themes. I feel like you've kind of come into this expecting interstellar in that there's a definite this is explain how it works whereas this film clearly is going more of a let's take a bit of that and it's an action film just looking at this film from you know the cover as it were it's just taking a bit of interstellar and inception like making it an action film and oh that's fun whereas if you look deeper into it it's more of an artistic experiment that focuses on having to rewatch the film and pick up little bits and but it's more digestible than some of his earlier work or at least I find it more digestible than some of his earlier work with like Memento and it comparing that to the Dark Knight Rises you know that rushed mixed message mess thematically whereas at least Tenet I can sit down and watch and enjoy so there's me I take your points I would say that I think it might be that I uh, might have come at Tenet in the wrong way, but I still stand that, that I think Tenet is Nolan's worst film. I think Tenet is a film that um, wanted to be a spy film and wanted to be a sci-fi film at the same time, and I would fully accept that. And I don't think I came into the film, like you say, wanting Interstellar. I think if at the beginning of the film they hadn't tried to explain the time situation, I would have taken it as was. But there was a lazy or un unmastered attempt uh, or unrefined, unrefined attempt to explain this sci-fi element, which fell so flat that it just left me throughout the rest of the film feeling disjointed. I think the film's geographical jumps also don't help with that. But I think without this this failed attempt to explain um, the so-called science behind it all, uh, it wouldn't feel so difficult, I would say. Um, I think equally, The Dark Knight Rises, I will take your point. Dark Knight Rises is a terrible film. I'm, I'm never going to say Dark Knight Rises is a great film or even a good one. But I think on any day, I would choose to watch The Dark Knight Rises over Tenet. Tenet is a film that I have to push myself to watch, and I did have to push myself to watch for this, purely because it is almost a two-hour glaze-over fest. I, I gave it my best shot, and I watched, and until we got to the explanation, I almost glazed over. 
because at that point the film loses me and then in its in its other messiness i'm i'm gone and i think finally i think there should be an expectation that directors continue to improve i'm not saying directors can't explore but i think from a director who made memento and the dark knight we didn't even touch on the dark knight the dark knight inception interstellar and even dunkirk to then come and make tenet a film that was or at least left me and i know it left others because i was there with others who felt the experience the same way i did left others feeling so flat and un unbothered even a sense of nothingness um it can't be anything other than nolan's worst film i mean i know the the argument as it were is is over but um I kind of just want to say I th- I think it's I, I can't really because obviously it's just down to like a, opinion right at this point but where you say you were with other people when you saw it and they you all kind of came out with the same see with me we all came out there was three or four of us and we all came out with the same like that was that was great that was amazing and we've all seen it a lot since we quote it it's one of the these films that we quite the amount of times we'll be out somewhere one of us will come back and then one of us will be like i ordered my hot sauce an hour ago i love that i i guess it's just a i don't know i really don't i think i think the case is that right now we can't split each other mm. so it might be that we need viewers to split us or listeners to split us for us yeah because um, so i think not even at the minute i think we might have to call this one a draw Oh, because I'm we... not budging, and you're and neither not am I. So, how do we, how do we, how do we do it? Are we, are we? I need think this no is point? a draw. No points or both points. One point each. One point I mean, each. We're so both getting a point extra. Three three. It is three three. Ooh. And I, here's the thing. I think with this, we both have incredibly strong opinions. Um, neither neither of us are are willing to budge. But let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Is Tenet Nolan's worst film? If you're listening to this on Spotify, there should be a poll where you can... Or does, or does something else take that crown? It's certainly a, a tough one, but let us know on our social media. You can, you can follow us over on our social media, which are... On Twitter, it's at DisputePod, and on Instagram, it's Directorial underscore Disputes. And I believe we have a TikTok? We do. Follow us over on TikTok at DisputePod as well, um, where we'll be posting short clips for you to get all of your lovely directorial disputes knowledge and interest <laughs> but for now that is that is three all it is oh it's exciting we're getting close to the end of the season we are and next I week know. is definitely going to be a four oh, it's going to be this an is the one. one i think i've got next week in the bag but after this i i really oh. i really don't know i don't it could end up being two draws in a row i don't know oh we'll come down to the christmas special but for Ooh. now we will see you next week. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.